Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to this episode of Graphic Design. It's your host here, Shanze. We are here with a guest, Haith, who is also a dear high school mate of mine, and she's here to talk to us about her journey with graphic design and all that. So uh, this is Canvas Me Today podcast, and let's get started. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Woke up on a good side. Just doing good today. All right. Yeah. Yeah, the pandemic is, uh, it stops, like it slows down, then it just spikes back mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely coming in waves. I guess that leads me to my first question, and that is motivation and inspiration. How do you remain so inspired in days like this? Like, inspired? Yeah, I feel inspired by because I'm on TikTok a lot, I'm on Instagram, I look through all of these artists' posts and feeds, and I get inspired and get new ideas by just looking at them, like, oh my god, I have this new idea, I'm going to sketch it out. And then also have, like, my friend group support because they're doing all this amazing stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, I should do this. I should do this stuff, too. And being motivated, like, even right now during the pandemic, it's hard to be motivated. But, like, just, like, think of this this time not as, like, a bad time. But think of this time to grow and to more better yourself than go back in, like, society, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I want to ask you, uh, what intrigued you about graphics? Why did you want to really pursue that as your career and full-time lifestyle? For me, art has always been a huge factor in my life. My dad's a painter. My mom is still a great artist. So ever since I was little, my parents always, like, not pushed art because, and they, uh, yeah, they, like, always told me to do art on the side. I said, oh, yeah do art, do whatever, just draw, you can, like, for fun. And then when I get older, I was like, oh, my God, I actually like doing this. So during high school, I started experimenting, like, oh, my God, what other types of things I like doing. So I focused on digital art, graphic design. And at the end of when I had to pick universities, I saw this program at Laurier called UX Design, User Experience Design, which is basically the front end and the creative side of any website um, app. So I'm like, I need this. this. This is my career. Okay, you knew from there. That, like this is. I knew I'm... from there, and then I picked it last year, and I'm like, I'm so happy right now. And I guess because my parents' support, it really happened. But like for me, it's always like I just love creating stuff. That's just, that's just who I am, and I can't really change that or be someone else. Of course. Especially not as your career, like where your entire life is devoted to waking up and doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a like a like a bad nine to five job where I just regret my life. Yeah, I rather have a passion of my work. Like I I work for like I have passion for what I do, even though I don't make that much income as a start, but it will grow as I go. No. Yeah, that's what the arts is though. We just it's yeah. a unfortunate reality where. The beginning is rough, but once it's going, it, it gets going. It gets going. Yeah. Um, I love how you mentioned that your parents were actually very um, supportive of the arts and, like, pushed you to do that. That is very... Of, of course, my listeners here can't don't see you, but um, for my listeners, you are Asian. For an Asian person, parents, parents supporting the arts, explain how that... Huh? 
Well, mainly like as a kid, no parents stop their kids from doing art. It's something like you're off television, you're not doing anything, just doing art, you're not on the screen. Mm-hmm. So that they loved. But as I got older, they're like, oh, what about science? I'm like, bio. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I took some courses in high school just to like calm them down and like, nope. Yeah. Not doing that again. Then when, uh, when I went to, when I had to pick for universities, I went, I applied to OCAD, I applied to all these marketing stuff too, because I actually like marketing and it's it's connected to art in some ways, but it was acceptable to be a marketer than an artist. Mm-hmm. So I applied to more of those positions, but then I went to um, Laurier, I'm like, oh my god, I love this program, I saw all the descriptions and everything, I'm like, I love this, I'm applying. It was last minute too, it was like day before the deadline, from when you can't go into like can't like apply for anymore mm-hmm. apply to any universities and they I just said okay I'm, I'm applying I don't care I'm applying and when I got accepted I I had a UPM offer around June it was like they're like you know the last minute offers they do like a PD offer like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah just need the quote I just sent her the offer to I mean mm, yeah okay so I had like a little discussion there. My mom was a huge supporter of mine, even though like she wanted me to go to UTM, she wanted me to be happy. And my dad needed more convincing, and he had no say in this. So yeah, uh, he had no say in this. So that's how it went. So yeah, what I'm getting from this is that it w- it started off very nonchalant and just like an everyday thing that art was there, and it's a kid thing, kid activity. But uh, slowly but surely, you made it your full time. Okay, so um, you must have heard of this joke, but if you haven't, I'll tell you about how graphic designers being unemployed because it's like a very arts-based career and like they just end up designing t-shirts their whole life. How much truth is there to this statement? And like, um, is finding employment actually really difficult with the graphic designers? I have no idea because I'm still unemployed right now and <laughs> I am looking for jobs. Like, I'm still new making so my true. portfolio. So it's and true. So, like, I wouldn't know, but, like, since, like, if I, if I, like, suppose if I did have a job, no, like, even right now, since I do own, like, a small business and I, I was, like, before a few months ago, I was planning to launch like a t-shirt brand. Ooh. Like I was just close to getting all the supplies. Very close to the stereotype. Okay. Very close. So it is true, seventy-five percent, as far as I know, that I would have if I did do graphic design. I do like I do graphic design, but like that's I do UI and UX mainly. Like, that's like my forte. But like I love graphic design. Cause like I still love it. So graphic design and UI design are like similar but different concepts. Graphic is like paper posters, info more info info pamphlets. UI is mainly website apps, game design stuff like that. Okay. So they are connected, like for sure. They're like they're connected, similarity. They're similar to each other, but they're not like totally. Yeah. See, some people went from graphic to UI. Like straight away, I'm like, oh, okay, you can do that, yeah. Like, but, yeah. Okay, so you mentioned that you have a little business of yours. Can you tell my listeners what you do, what you have, and kind of how you came to um, having that sh- small business? Okay, I'll start from the beginning. 
when the pandemic started, I had no intention of starting a business. It just happened. I, I saw these all somehow I winded up on tick, small business TikTok. Mm. So every single day I would see people like, Oh, I was small business, I saw stickers. I'm like, people actually buy stickers? I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Wow. So I'm like, okay, I started listening more and then August is where I really like, oh, I, I actually launched like my Spotify thing. Shopify. You always mix us up. Yeah. Shopify um store, but I'm like, no, I don't like spot Shopify because like it's a sticker business and I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. And I didn't get any like um any like customers coming to my shop. Mm. I needed more like Etsy based. So when I turned 18, then I launched my Etsy. Okay. And even then, for the few first first few months, I got no orders. Like, I got some custom orders from my friends. And some of them, like, got stuff from me. But, like, not, like, really that much. It's in November, after I got my silhouette, my, my cutter, I really got to, I really getting to get orders. Like, I got, I got there 27 orders. Right now, I believe so, but right now, my shop is on vacation because right now, I'm in a place where, like, I want to figure things out because I have so many new launches I want to do. Like, I have so many new things, and I'm planning to make a completely different Etsy shop because my my old Etsy got, like, so crowded with all these other stuff, which I don't want to sell anymore, and Mm -hmm. I didn't organize it enough. So, I'm like, okay, better start from scratch than just... Just figure that mess out. Yeah. There's always going to be trials and errors, and there's always going to be rebranding, and that's just one of the things, part of, like, yeah. marketing and business and the arts combined. Um, so talk to me. How do you actually then market yourself? How do you put yourself out there and get um, consumers? For me, I use social media, media a lot. Like, I always post TikToks about, oh, new products, oh, how I use my products, how do I package, what supplies I use. That's a good starting point for anyone who wants to start a business. Just brand yourself first. Because as a business, I learned that people really don't care about the product. They care about the person behind it. Ooh, do you see stuff, guys? Do you see stuff? Write this down. It's <laughs> Like... They care about the person behind the business rather than the product. The product is really important too, but the person behind it, they need to know if you're like a good person or like someone to watch out for. Absolutely. So I feel like if you want to start, start by branding yourself or introducing yourself on any social media platform. And then like make, don't make so much serious content. Just make goofy stuff because that's what people like. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like people like relate to more. And they don't want, like, oh, I have a business. Like, be goofy with it. I say, oh, my God, I spill water myself. My sister's there. He, he. You know? Yeah. And it creates that authenticity, that transparency of and comfort where you, you want and you, you feel like, yeah, this is someone where I want to spend my money and I, I, I like yeah. this person. And that matters so much in today's day and age where canceling is a big, like, act that's happening and it's going on. It, it really does matter with... And I think Gen Z is enforcing this a lot more. Who's the person behind this brand, behind this company? Who's uh, the HR? Who, who's this and this and this? What's their history? Because I'm not trying to support someone who makes a great product, but maybe isn't such a great person, you know? Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's, like, eco-related. And for me, I try to be eco-friendly as much as I could. My stupid 
bits of uh, like bags but like i'm just, i'm really like moving into like eco-friendly products right now because okay. like i know like i rent to my family a lot like oh my god the environment, the environment. and i'm like yeah i need to do that too yeah um and, and that's like one of the things that like uh being going into the arts uh, it's very like you discovered new things that you didn't know you that was gonna be an occurrence like you think you know everything you start and you're like oh there's this oh I have to learn this oh I have to buy this oh there's this and this and this angle um and I think that's one of my favorite parts about the arts is that it's always evolving it's never stagnant Mm -hmm. and that's what keeps it exciting it's like you get to learn new things like this new like not invention but new like artwork coming out like every time there's different artists is releasing like these artworks and these contemporary pieces where it shows like different meaning of life different stuff and it's just like wow like that's actually really meaningful if you look at it that way it gives like a new perspective how you view life from a different point of view for sure um since we're already on the topic do you mind mentioning and sharing kind of what your art style is my art style is but it's not like abstract but it's just like like normal things i guess where i just like draw whatever i feel like if i like drawing mandalas a lot mm-hmm. and i like to incorporate that into my work i draw like people but in like a character like cartoonist view yeah and my art style is always evolving like any other artist it's just yeah yeah, that uh, that is um one of the cool things about art. You get to you're not restricted to one style. Mm-hmm. Um, have you yeah. faced any negative criticism, or has it all been uh, constructive and very helpful for the most part? I think I have experienced negative criticism like a lot, not a lot, but like in some cases where. It's just social media, and I also honestly appreciate those who give me negative feedbacks because, like, if I only got positive feedbacks, I'll get stuck in this thing, like, oh, only people like this stuff, or what only people are doing this, they won't allow me to grow as an artist and as a person. And so I'm like, okay, if I get negative feedback, I'll just, I won't go off on them, but I'll just <laughs> say, hey, um, this is my artist, this is my art style. If you like it, if you don't like it, it doesn't bother me. Hey, thank you for giving 10 seconds of your life to my post. <laughs> I love, yeah, that's a great outlook on it. Thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, would you mind sharing uh, with me and my listeners, uh, what were some of the weaknesses or fallbacks you found yourself in starting off? Um, that it be tech or an artistic vision? Yeah. Like for me, I started off strong. Like, I just, I didn't, do any branding, pre-branding, saying, I'm going to launch this. I just like, hey, two weeks, I'm going to launch this. <laughs> and that's one of my biggest things I regret, not branding myself so much. Like, when you want to do a business, like, I don't, it doesn't matter how annoying you seem, you're not annoying. Just brand, brand your product. Because it will really help. Because I had a vision where, like, oh, launch day will come, I get, like, so many orders. But, like, that never happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to have a different approach. And another struggle is like financing. I am terrible at financing, but I make it work. Like I know what my limit is and everything. 
So I just make it work. And I always have to learn or, like, look at other videos as inspiration and as, like, oh, he's, he's doing that, she's doing that. Wow, I can actually learn from them. Yeah, no, that's really cool. You you were able to, as much as it's like unfortunate, something that you you faced and that it, it wasn't that outcome that you thought it was going to be, it was a learning curve. It was, it was something, yeah. That, yeah, and that's something you can apply for the next time. Exactly, if everything goes so smoothly in life, then like, it would suck. Yeah. Like, if everything goes good, like, literally everything, life will become so boring. Like, you need some ups and downs. Like, oh my god, yes, I did this. Finally, like, you have that sense of achievement inside of you. It's like me wearing an Indian dress at a half function for, like, 12 hours and then taking it off. Yeah. But I did that. 110%. Uh, that was a great example. I, I totally agree. Yes. Um, so... This uh, industry that you're in, this career that you're pursuing, do you have any idea if it's more male-dominated, female-dominated? Is it a good mix? I feel like it's a good mix of people who are in there, but I found that just looking at when I was applying, they show like the ratio of men to women. And it's another website, I forgot the name, where if you show like your job description, they're saying if it's man or female or like, both i found it more female based because it is sitting in the office not to like stereotype like stereotype but like it is sitting in the office and many females lead towards that option right now mm-hmm. it's like sitting in the office it's doing your work but it's not really sitting in the office it's like moving around going to like different meetings going like different places to travel and everything because ux is like a whole different thing where everyone on the world it's coming together to work on this one piece of design, which I really love about because, like, I'll have a meeting where, like, someone from India or someone from Asia, like, it, people come all over the world for this. And I'm like, wow, huh. Yeah, no, that's like, a very, that. yeah, that's a very interesting observation to just kind of notice and uh, reflect on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, can you share with me what your creative process looks like? Like, bring me into, like, hates, graphic designing, typical day. Um, so, it starts at nighttime, actually. Uh-huh. Because I'll wake up with a brilliant idea, like, even if I'm going to sleep. And the mind works where, when it's most relaxed. After we get so many ideas, we shower, when we're about to sleep, when we wake up. Anytime we relax, we get new ideas. So, whenever I get ideas, I always, sometimes I'll do like a voice memo, record myself saying the idea, record myself, like visualize it, or write it down, or I actually make a thumbnail. And then next morning when I wake up, I look at it, I'm like, what, what am I trying to do? Mm-hmm. What, what is that? So I just like really focus on my self-remembering. Then I'll move on to like, okay, I have this idea, what elements do I need? I start brainstorming everything I need to do. Get images from like Unsplash, which are like commercially free that yeah. I can use. So I'm like, okay, I can use this one, I can use this one as like my reference points. And then I start actually designing there or making like, like rough copies of it in my sketchbook and then just go from there and then go into like Procreate, sketch it out. And then Procreate is a whole different thing because they can do the sketch and they can do another sketch on top of that and do line art and coloring and this is a whole different bunch of things you can do on Procreate, which I love. But I also miss using my big um, desktop, which I've printed on it, which I used before I got my iPad. And I miss it because like, it 
gives me uh, it allows me to actually use my hand and i feel like i'm more of a digital artist on that but it's no difference i just feel more of an artist on like that screen if that makes sense yeah totally um thank you so much for like bringing me into that world that's really cool because it, yeah it varies from artist to artist and i, I love how <laughs> you sh- shared the when the mind is like most relaxed it's like very important to go about yeah. your art accordingly um so i guess this kind of just brings us to my last question for you and that is um where does the future of your business and graphic design look like what what does that look like and where are you going for me my huge goal is to own my own shop as all small businesses they want to have like a huge company but i don't want a huge company i want like a company where i can call like i did this myself like i did this i put my hard work into it and i'm proud of it and i want to sell shorts t-shirts sweatpants everything i sell in my original shop but sell it there and also my new work. And for my graphic design career, career is mainly of like getting a job or doing freelancing for a couple of times. And just like really getting into it. And with UI too, I plan to like get like, a proper job with UI so I can have my structure base. And okay, this is how they run their business. So they just do that. Learn from them, learn all the experience, they collaborate with other people and learn new things which i'm afraid of for me that is computer science i absolutely hated computer science in high school but i learned by taking those two first courses it really helped me focus because of those two courses i realized what ui and ux is which i'm really thankful for and it brings me to a topic where like okay if i didn't do that i wouldn't know what ux is because ux is also front-end coding which I absolutely love doing. So I'm like, okay, I like front-end coding. It's coding, it's computers, software, and engineering. And then, I can't even say engineering. Yeah, there it is, engineering. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that'll make my mom happy. Uh-huh. That, yeah. That'll make it happy. And so I'm like more looking into coding now, like since I'm off for a couple months. So I'm really working on my code. And just making my portfolio, because that is the main thing about graphic design, UI. You need to have a strong portfolio to get into anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm really just working on that. Okay. Well, that is the future. Look out, guys. This is Hate here. And uh, yeah, Uh, do you want to shout out any of your uh, business names for my listeners to find you? Um, On Instagram, I do have my business, all my links. It's Hate underscore patel 25 h-e-d underscore p-a-t-l 25 and my business name is alpha brand yeah it's alpha branded or brand i'm still working on the names Mm -hmm. right now because i don't know which sounds like unique enough but i always found like alpha is like the leader is leading the pack and also love king wolf so yeah 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 no Thank you for sharing that, like, name and how, like, story behind it. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode here on Canvas Me Today, speaking on graphic design with hate. Do be sure to follow up on her socials and find her new products in her shop and give us a follow. Till next time. Bye.